Hello and welcome to Victory Briefings, where we use the Word of God for a victorious life. I'm Dwight Hammond, and I thank you for joining me today. Be blessed by the Holy Spirit as He gives you new revelation knowledge through the Word of God. Let's look at Ephesians chapter 5, verses 22 through 24. The Bible tells us about two types of love. Agape is a deep, unselfish love, mostly from the heart. It's the characteristic of God. God is agape, or God is love, 1 John 4, 8. And the Greek word phileo means beloved or dear, to be fond of, friendly. It's like brotherly love, mostly from the head is where this comes from. We can see that an example of that in Titus 3, verse 15. The Bible shows us these forms of love and how they operate between people and God. God loves you because it's his nature to love you. His love for you is not based on anything you do or don't do. It has been God's nature to love you since before the foundation of the world. You may say, but I've failed him. His love isn't based on anything you do. You were lost in sin, unfit, a child of the devil, yet he found you and loved you with a real, unconditional love. And that love is called agape. Agape love is like God's grace. It's always abounding aggressively toward you. This kind of love is based on the nature of the giver. Agape love doesn't start and stop based on anything you start doing or stop doing. It's not based on your ability or performance. Agape is glorified in phileo. We answered his agape with our phileo when we believed what he said. When you respond, God is glorified. God is abounding right now with all things that pertain to life and godliness. 2 Peter 1 verse 3 Our faith pleases God when we respond to his love and grace. We love him because he first loved us, and that's phileo. The more I get to know my Heavenly Father, the more my phileo matures into agape. When we move from phileo over to agape is when we adore and worship him just for who he is, not because of his gifts. As our phileo develops into agape, we begin to initiate some intimate times with him. When our love is perfected and we walk in deeper faith, it is our agape relationship that casts out fear. 1 John 4, verse 18. The Lord's love for us can be seen in the husband-wife relationship. It is interesting that in the Bible, a woman is never told to agape her husband. In contrast, every time the husband is told to love his wife, the Greek word agape is used. Hey, husbands, you are to love your wife as Jesus loves the church. You are to love her whether she is lovely or not. Just like our growing relationship with God, the more you know your spouse, the closer to agape you get. You go from infatuation to a deep love as time goes by when you have the love of God on the inside. The world cannot have agape love because it's a supernatural type of love. God likes 
Phileo love. He likes being a friend with you. But the world says, I'll love you if you love me. Then when one fails in a worldly relationship, it will die because phileo runs only so deep. A spouse fails and the devil jumps in and divides the shallow relationship before the natural has a chance to become supernatural. Marriage counsel from God's word is the answer to a successful family life. Remember, the devil hates anything that has to do with family because it is the ultimate plan of the love of God. But God has promised believers supernatural marriage in Ephesians chapter 5. A marriage will not fall apart under pressure because it is based on God's example of agape love. Ephesians 5.22 tells us, Wives, submit to your own husbands as unto the Lord. Submission is a misunderstood word. People shy away from this word because it's so misunderstood. We need to understand the difference between submission and obedience. They're not the same. Submission is an attitude. Obedience is an act. The husband cannot be a dictator or a tyrant. Jesus has never done that to the church, and a wife does not have to obey, but she is to submit at all times. If the husband demands that the wife go against the knowledge of God's word, in love she should respectfully decline his demand since she knows it is wrong. If you are willing or submissive and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Isaiah 1 verse 19 Even Jesus humbled or submitted himself by becoming obedient unto death. Philippians 2 verse 8 Rebellion is not a lack of obedience. Rebellion is an attitude against submission in a person, even though he might obey. It's better to have a wife who is submissive and not obedient than one who is obedient and not submissive. The reason we can be both submissive and obedient to the Lord is because he is always right. We are supposed to be submissive to our government, but not necessarily always obedient. Romans 13, 1-5 When our government tells us not to witness for Jesus, we should not obey it. That violates our commandment from God. Mark 16, verse 15 We should still be submissive and not rebel. The disciples were faced with this same situation. You can see that in Acts chapter 5, verse 27 and verse uh, 40-42. The best marriage is when a husband does not violate God's word as the head of his home. Many husbands do not give their wives anything to respect. Even submission becomes difficult. The main responsibility of the husband is to love and provide for his wife as Jesus does for the church. The wife can then submit and obey in all things. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. The husband is her Lord in the natural, 1 Peter 3, verse 6, just as Jesus is her Lord in the spiritual realm. A wife is blessed with two lords. When a wife quits fighting her husband and submits to his lordship, she becomes double blessed and provided for. This puts a lot of responsibility on the husband to treat his wife as Jesus does his church. Husbands, Give your wives something to submit to. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 23 tells us, For the husband is the head of the wife, 
as also Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. The Greek word for Savior here means provider for everything. Just as Jesus Christ is the head of the church, the husband is the head of the wife. Both the husband and Jesus are providers for their bride. The husband should provide love, protection, finances, comfort, companionship, and conversation. That's what Jesus provides for his church. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 24 says, Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Therefore, as the church is subject or submissive unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in every situation. Submission is always commanded in the word. Husbands should never use this scripture to abuse their wives. This verse is not teaching obedience in everything. Instead, it's teaching submission. Wives are always to maintain a correct attitude of submission. Praise God. Thank you for following the podcast. I hope you will share this message. God bless you, my friend. Remember, you can share your comments and prayer requests. Click the mailbag button on the website, or you can email me mailbag at victorybriefings.net. With your permission, I'll read your comments on the mailbag section of the podcast. This program and other materials are available at victorybriefings.net.